0: Granddad business with Aaron
1: <laughs> Yeah, Granddad business with Aaron Caliber. That's my dad.
0: Boom, friends, we're back at it. We're doing it. Uh, I did not know that everyone uh, that there were so many people that wanted to uh, listen to the podcast. I'm going to be honest. We're back again. It's so funny. I was just talking about how I never announced the episode number. And then now all of a sudden it's in the, uh, in the front of my head. Uh, I was just talking about that with Sam, Sam, uh, my co-producer. There he is. Boom. Hola. Oh, look at tall. Uh, no I was just idea. saying, I never mentioned how many episodes there was, but then I started thinking about people listening and watching. And so we're, we're at 219 episodes. Uh, and if you're listening uh like on iTunes or Spotify or something like that, you might be on like episode like three hundred something that's because if you want to go back and check uh this is a random thing uh during the pandemic twenty twenty I did a daily dad every morning for about seven to fifteen minutes and I sat on my porch and talked to people five days a week every weekday morning uh and there's fifty episodes of that so if you wanna Have coffee with me every morning during the first 50 weekdays of the pandemic. It's on the podcast. Go back and listen. It's a blast. Um, It was literally me working out bits. Like, I don't know, Sam, did you ever hear that daily dad? Did you check? I I, I
1: took in a few of them. Yes, because you had a lot of time.
0: It was, well, dude, I went from, you know, losing a ton of comedy dates during the pandemic. And mm-hmm. uh, every, every day I just like had coffee and started live streaming and people really liked it. Uh, I had l- people, I had a kid, uh someone I grew up with, their kid was, they would listen every day or watch it. And he sent me an impression of me doing <laughs> Daily Dad. He's like, boom, what's up kid? What's up? <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, yeah i uh you know you've
1: made it when somebody in in, does an impression
0: oh dude uh yeah it's really just kids and my comedian friends that's who do impressions of me
1: that's all
0: Uh, right and i will say uh the best impression of me is i would have to say shannon norman it's my friend comedian Shambones, shannon norman uh you can go look him up super funny he also owns the byron street barber shop sam i local sponsor <laughs> not really but you know it's my guy give him a shot dude that's i listen if i was like a normal schluppy dude whatever that means i would i would have shaved this already but sham look how tight he keeps me dude i'm showing everybody my a, haircut i uh, haven't if you're had a haircut I'm in 10 sorry. Years. yes yes sam you look like kingpin <laughs> <laughs> you have uh no, you have the bald with the gray beard. That's like that's like broadsword Viking. That's, that's right. what Well, that
1: if, I, if my wife would let it grow out, it would be.
0: <sighs> I had a beard during the whole pandemic. Uh, I was on uh, Sam's uh, 500 section lounge a couple times during the last couple years. And I always had a beard. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's when I was flipping houses. That, mm-hmm. by the way, that was, you know what? Now I can't, that's what we're talking about. It's like a hundred minutes into the episode. we're talking about jobs because that's what i i from last week's episode we were just talking about like i thought it would be a fun thing to talk about what was your dream job as a kid you know and then i was just like dude i know i've talked about on the podcast before in the past like jobs i've had but i feel like if anybody would is like a a listener all the time they would have to like make like a kaiser soze map of like listening to all the jobs i've ever mentioned a spider web. It is because I don't know if people realize like it does take all of those things to kind of get where you want to be. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you, you do it straight out of college, you know, like, Hey, boom, I have a degree in engineering and this company needs an engineer like, or whatever. Um, not how it happened for me. Exactly. (laughs) I kind of did get a job out of college. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, so, (laughs) But I've always been working, and that's why, Sam. I don't know. Wait, how old? How old's your oldest?
1: Well, if you're talking about in the house, sixteen. I have a oh, twenty-one right. year old as well.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. So you have a lot of experience with uh, kids working and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They it's got so jobs. Weird. Actually, yeah, my them. oldest, my oldest at home, does not have a job, but my second oldest
0: does. Right, I know. Yeah. That's how it works. Yep. Um, I know my oldest. I'm like you know, my oldest daughter, I'm like, so you, you could do this. And she's like, "Mm," she said, I'm good. (laughs) Now my son, now I need help cutting grass. And and now they've both cut grass. It's not like a boy or girl thing. Mm -hmm. He is a little bit stronger than her. You know, he's a little bit bigger. He's literally getting taller than her. And, um, I kind of, you know, I want to make sure they're all like getting, you know, work and they're all getting like, strenuous activities you know what i mean
1: now do you have the self-propelled ones or do you have no. the,
0: the no. where no, i got, got an to old school pushed craftsman? my son's got to cut the we call the woods mm-hmm. uh, they cut the woods up there which is what we cleared out in our property now so he's got to do that and he does he does the mowing where i can't mow with the tractor and dude it takes four hours of cutting down to like two it's amazing mm-hmm. it's amazing So, um, he, he now, like I, I said, like my son helped me with a retaining wall that my friend, you know, I said, that's one of my jobs, uh, that I've had. Right. And, uh, he helped and he's getting into it, but dude, that's how I started. I, I wouldn't say like, I don't know about anybody else, but I feel like we, I'm, we may be one of the last generations that like, that a lot of kids started working. Or making money doing something when they were like 10, 11, 12 years old. Like, I was never school.
1: forced. I was never forced to, but like, my of mine and me started a card shop in the front room of their house. <laughs> Random people coming into these people's, or to this kid's
0: house, buying baseball cards. D- Dude, oh, we have a lot in common, man. That was one of my <laughs> hustles. Oh, yeah. Dude, cards yeah. is on my list. Yes. Dude, let's get into it. Listen. Okay. So just like, just like I told my son when I was, you know, 11, 12 years old, we moved into uh, the projects and I had to start cutting, cutting our grass and we had little lawns. Well, then it was just like, you know, you have this little lawnmower that my mom got at a, you know, from a flea market or somebody down the street sold him a used lawnmower and we had a little battery weed eater. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And you
1: didn't have the extension cord weed eater, that's what we had growing up.
0: You know what? I think I did have that at one point, but I remember the green one with the battery at one point, which was amazing. So I think yeah. I used that one the most, yeah. But dude, it just went from you have like eight or ten apartments in a building, and when you live in a proj, and so it was like one old lady was like, Can you come over my lawn? And just cut my square, you know, in front of my apartment, like front and back, little squares. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, five bucks, whatever. Then I was like, five bucks for the front, five bucks for the back. Boom. So then I'm like 10, you know, 10 years old. All of a sudden I'm doing 10, 11, 12 yards. No but it's kidding. like these little squares in front of apartment buildings. They're, people are in charge of their own, you know, mm-hmm. because you can put up your own fences, your own. People had their own ass swimming pools in the projects these trying to be middle class millionaires that's what I call them Sam right uh where no joke where I grew up, people put in above ground round pools in the backyard of their project's house where I grew up where it would the like the fence they would put a fence up you had to have a fence if you had a pool right it would touch the edges. Of the pool. I'm not kidding. So how
1: big is this plot you're talking about? How How big oh, by how big?
0: Most of them, most of the ones in the middle of these, these apartment row is like, I mean, it's got to be 15 by 15, maybe 12 oh, by 12. Small. It's hilarious. So people would <laughs> put an above ground pool touching the fence. The whole point of the fence was so that people couldn't climb into the pool. Well, you just <laughs> climb into the pool because the fence is touching the pool. Climb
1: because- the fence, you're in the pool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Uh I mean literally we would as a joke like run around and be like, ha, jump a fence into someone pool, jump out like, like we're nuts. <laughs> like But there was there was like four pools in the projects. There was like four. And it was just like retired people who I guess took advantage and got in and they're just living on their retirement and they have a little pool. But you could we had a little awning, you know, that was there before us. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, dude, yeah, these little yards, once you get 10, 12, I'm 12 years old, 13 years old. I'm like, I'm making $100 a week. I'm making $150 a week because I'm cutting, you know, sometimes there'll be like two little lawns next to each other. I just hit them, you know, all at the same time. So once you start doing that, you're out shoveling your snow. So, dude, once when I was 13, people started asking me to shovel their snow. They're like, honey, can you come and shovel my snow? I'm like, yeah, five bucks. And usually they would only need one, you know, dude, I'm 13 years old. I'm waking up at 5:30 in the morning when it's dark six in the morning and I'm shoveling people's walks. I'll I'll say, I'll come over if it's, you know, especially like if there was a two hour delay, I would tell people, I'm like, I'll come shovel your snow for $5. If there's a two hour delay. They're like all right, I would go shovel 30 people. Me and my buddy, I'd get a friend. We'd shovel snow, do that. And, uh,
1: you had m- McDonald's breakfast for for Dude. breakfast that day,
0: but that's the thing. I mean, we were we were kind of poor. My mom worked two jobs, and yeah. I guess that like I had spending money. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I bought my myself stuff. Yeah. I I I spent a I I wasted a lot of money. I really don't think. And at that point, I don't think my mom knew I was making that much money <laughs> until she I knew
1: you were like, working, just didn't know how much money you were getting. I
0: think it was maybe like fourteen or fifteen years old, where not only I bought my own air conditioner for my living room or for my, for my, for my bedroom. And I think I, I gave my mom money for an air conditioner for the living room. She was like, wow, how'd you get this? She's like, what, how you got, how you got fifty dollars? I'm just like, well, I'm cutting lawns. And I started pe- buying cards. Mm-hmm. I started buying a ton, investing a ton of money in cards. I bought tons of baseball I always have collected. You know what I mean. It was one thing that, like, I don't know. I always got his gifts and stuff. Is ever mm-hmm. you ever have like a relative just give you like a hundred packs of cards, like, yes. for your birthday?
1: And I tried to um, chew I, all I the gross gum.
0: I had an old great uncle Vic who like would send me like ten packs of baseball cards, like for my birthday and Christmas. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. I was like one of my favorite gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, dude, I started buying cards and just want to give you a little alert. Um I was a bad kid, okay? There was also, I know I've talked about this in my life. There is an episode uh way back in the podcast where we talk about hustling and uh yeah, I was uh I was a creative kid who liked to make money and uh not only did I work and buy stuff, I stole a lot of stuff. Uh yeah, I was that kid. It was it was it was exciting. Uh I'm not proud of it now. It's hard. You know, it's one of those things, right? Like, it's hard to tell your kids that you're like, oh, I used to break into cars and steal shit all the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh,
0: yeah. like, I don't want to tell my kids, I'm like, well, your dad was pretty much a criminal for like years. <laughs> like, how do you used to tell your kids? You're like, yeah, I I sold cigarettes to people and I stole things and I, I sold a six pack of beer to a bunch of middle schoolers. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yep. I would break into cars. I mean, when you're just walking around the neighborhood or riding on your bike, you're checking cars, stealing change, stealing cassette tapes, that's, I was a little ruffian. I was a little beastie boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just what I was, you know, I wasn't, uh, I was, I was, I was running around the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like that's what was happening. Uh, But then dude, I, uh, I don't know why, I guess, I guess I'm, I'm thankful that I got a real job. (laughs) uh what was your what was your first like real job like you got an application yep and you applied
1: (laughs) okay so i was the youngest of three or i am the youngest of three okay and so i wasn't expected to get a job i was told as long as i play sports and things like that i can concentrate on that and stuff right well i didn't play basketball my freshman year of high school so i a, a friday night after a football game the thing was that in our town we had to drive to the next town over to go to Pizza Hut afterwards. That's where <laughs> Pizza Hut was packed every Friday night after football games. Yeah, dude. So we went, and buddies of mine, and and I. They had the application on the placemat, so I filled it out just kind of as a joke, but handed it in, and they hired okay. me. So I became a 16 year old dishwasher at the at the Pizza Hut.
0: Bro, my first job was pizza too. Oh, beautiful, dude. Both <laughs> of us had the same first pizza job. Uh, not. Not Pizza Hut, but I will tell you, I did kind of work at Pizza Hut. It's coming. Hold on. My first job, I was 15, and uh, I think I got my permit, and I was like, I'm going to go be a delivery driver, because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get a truck off my buddy, and I was like, well, I'm going to get a truck to start cutting lawns outside of the garage. you know? Mm-hmm and I'm going to deliver pizza. Well, I was 15 and they were like, yeah, you're not delivering pizza, you know, with a, like a permit, you know what I mean? And they were like, until you have a car in your name, like you can't like, you know, usually we don't have teenagers delivering pizza. Right. So I went and I was a cook. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was a pizza cook. Beautiful. And it's funny because you worked at pizza hut. I worked at pizza outlet. Oh, OK. That is a Western Pennsylvania, Ohio chain that now they had dude, they had a branding change. It's amazing. They went from Pizza Outlet, which is so funny because it does sound like the poorest, like, yeah, come on down to Pizza Outlet. We got all kinds of pizza. You Whenever you mean? hear
1: outlet, you hear discount. Not Maybe not quality.
0: Yeah, there's there's like a guy like with like a straw hat. It's like a, like a cowboy hat that's not a nice one. You're like, hmm, <laughs> did he inherit that cowboy hat? He's right. Like, Come on, pizza outlet. <laughs> and there's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, good brand. There are goats change.
1: walking in the background, you know?
0: Yes. They immediately <laughs> brand changed to, you ready for this? They went full like Olive Garden, Vocelli's. Oh. And okay. now they are a Vocelli's is that the way they it work they're still around nice and uh but i don't know my neighborhood uh pizza outlet it's it's uh vocelli's it's it's not around any longer because my neighborhood is dominated dominated by like 20 pe- local owned pizza shops come at us bro we make our own pizza we make mm. our own dough we don't need no pizza hut we don't need no dominos
1: now being from not being from pittsburgh what is Pittsburgh's style of pizza?
0: See, it's very funny because specific? somebody actually posted. I saw someone post recently Pittsburgh style pizza and every literally everyone was like, what? <laughs> That's not a thing. Like there is a I will say there are some styles of things here. That's for brother sandwiches, which is French fries and coleslaw and the sandwich. Yep. There there's french fries on a salad with it, uh steak it or chicken.
1: becoming a salad when it when dude, there's fries on it?
0: The texture of the fries with a chicken salad and if you like ranch, try it out. Call <laughs> me back next week or shut your damn mouth. <laughs> no, I'm what, just asking is it still so good
1: salad once you throw I mean it reminds me of Jim Gaffigan, you know. Can you can you put a bacon oh, yeah. on there? And you know what? Take the lettuce off and throw in a Snickers bar.
0: Well, I tell you what, it's <laughs> I, I like it because guess why? I don't like croutons and it's got a little, got a little something of that. Yeah. Uh, But then I guess pizza is really honestly Pittsburgh. A lot of things that we have are an amalgamation of the biggest cities that were between is like Chicago, New York and Philly, you know? Mm -hmm. So like we have deep dish pizzas here. We have New York style pizzas. Most of the local shops here just, like, choose what they do. You know what I mean? Like, their favorite, right. which I love. Yes. The best deep dish in Pittsburgh is Jet's Pizza. Unbelievable.
1: Now, is that Chicago style you're saying, deep dish?
0: It's kind of like a uh, a deep dish ba- oven-baked square. See how it's like? Okay. It's like a little bit of – but then Philly has the Philly cheesesteak, which is really, like, the steak, onion, and pepper mushed together and then cheese Whiz. Mm-hmm. but here in pittsburgh we kind of do a little bit of both from the midwest and philly the cheesesteak we grill the peppered and onions with the cheesesteak and we put like provolone like a hot sandwich yes
1: oh that's beautiful. how
0: i like it dude and yeah. then mayo on that get out of my face um, i just
1: found out in t- a couple of years ago that detroit had a specific style of pizza
0: yeah, they're a little bit deep too. Actually, I think Jets. Well, and they is a put they put
1: neutral. they put the sauce on top of the cheese rather than yeah, that yeah too. yeah
0: yeah that's right that's right. So yeah, so I mean that's those styles. So Vocelli's was very normal, uh, kind of a pizza bistro kind of thing. Okay, but yeah, dude, I was dude. So by by fifteen years old, I am cooking pizza at Vochelli's. I'm shoveling snow in the winter times. Mm-hmm. I'm cutting lawns.
1: And you're still doing this, even though you work at the pizza place. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Also, I play hockey, soccer, and I'm in the musical. Good Lord. Do you ever sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's literally, I was in drama and played hockey and soccer at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like eighth wow. grade. Yeah. That was the busiest year of my life. Wow. Uh, that's not true. It, it'll, it'll get busier. Cause that's the thing. Like, it's like, what? <laughs> I guess talking about dream jobs last week, it's like, what do you do that? Like when you're a kid that makes you want to be what you want to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't, I don't want to be a landscaper, but I just kept doing it because it was making money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So spoiler alert, everyone knows this. <laughs> I, dude, my landscaping job, I call it landscaping. Cause I went from lawns to when I was like, you know, you know, 17, 18, I started, like building retaining walls, doing all kinds of other stuff, building patios. Uh, Because I learned, listen to this, this is a random thing. I don't know. This is the kind of stuff I feel like, are we doing this anymore either? This is why I'm happy to teach my son this stuff. So my mom, she knew this dude who owned like a landscape construction company. And he had this plot of land out in the middle of nowhere. And he was hiring like high school boys <laughs> to like co- like to work for his landscape company, but you'd have to come to his property first and work for him. Now, in hindsight, this sounded super weird and sketchy. And I can't believe my mom sent me to this place. <laughs> but it's a dude that she used to she like knew, she used to work with. He's in a wheelchair. he's paralyzed. Because he dove into a swimming pool and he has a wife. They don't have kids. They have dogs. He has like 10 acres. And really, it's like me and these two other dudes show up on a Saturday. And he's like, okay, you guys are going to make $10 an hour. And this was like, you know, 1996. I'm like, 95. I'm like,
1: what? It's when 425 was the minimum wage.
0: He's like, I'm going to pay you guys $10 an hour. And if you want, you can be on my crew and I'll start you at uh 12 an hour on my crew and that's you know helping cut grass mulching digging you know all that stuff carrying trees now i know what it is right right but it was like me and these other couple dudes sometimes it was one one time it was a couple times it was just me and never went in the house like n- only if i uh if i had to go to the bathroom i used the they have a little pool house bathroom and they have an in-ground pool uh Like it was, I was, it was the most beautiful place and he would be, he would have an off road wheelchair, but all his land was pretty much flat except like a hillside where you could dump stuff. Mm -hmm. So his wife would help us and stuff. And like, dude, he would just be like, okay, we're going to mulch this bed now. And he would describe and say, all right, you're going to cut this out with the shovel. And, and then there's a mulch pile and you're going to fill this up with about 10, you know, wheelbarrows of mulch. And I was like, all right, Greg, like, and he'd be like, "Mm." he'd be like, Professor Xavier of landscaping, dude. That's how I learned how to landscape. This dude, ten acres, in a wheelchair, in an and just like meh, driving around, <laughs> not that dude. And he, well, but he, he worked this company for like twenty years. He, this is his company. So like, and his guys would come sometimes, and there'd be like two, guys, there'd be like a whole infantry show up. He would have, he, I think he had like four or five trucks working for him, and uh, and so he would use his property to train his workers that's beautiful it was genius so that's how I learned and I I, I never joined his crew um because you know they needed to drive out and work for himself and, and it was just like I'm delivering pizza I'm cutting my own lawns I'm good so he kind of taught me how to dude I built a patio with him uh built a small retaining wall learned how to mulch learned all that stuff and then I started doing it I started telling people uh ladies at church I'm like I can mulch your house you know and then that went from, the 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 week I turned 18, I incorporated my company, and uh, that that became uh, K Brothers. Because <laughs> I had a couple dudes that I grew up with in the projects working for me, and I was like, oh, we're all brothers. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we're all growing up together. And so it was like, K Brothers, Cliver Brothers. So, and it was like, uh, I wanted to be like Mario Brothers, too. So boom, there it is. And the nerdy connection. It's a good. Yeah, dude. <laughs> But like, that's how I got into landscaping. Isn't that nuts? And you're well, like, and the, wait.
1: The crazy thing is, on that is, is you know, you may not know that you love it until you've started. And yeah, you were making mad money, but you turned out that you did enjoy it to a certain extent. That you could carry it on to other things that you wanted to do,
0: dude. But isn't that? It's just crazy how you it leads you into yeah. those things. And I'm still today. Do I I randomly do that stuff for to help people or for a couple bucks? You know, um crazy. Yeah. Uh but also you think like what you become when you grow up like how many jobs like also though I was in theater, you know, I was an athlete which I kind of started taking more theater and just played hockey a little bit, you know. And that kind of got me at the end of the day theater started me wanting to be an actor, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh remember I said I was a bad kid, I actually started going to church. I actually met uh, friends through hockey, really. Uh, I met a dude who uh, hung out with girls all the time. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go uh, do that. I'm going to go to youth group with my buddy. And I got bamboozled into Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it's not a bad no, really. thing to
1: get hooked into. Know, though.
0: But by the time I was done with high school, I was like making videos, funny videos for like church stuff. And Mm -hmm. making videos for high school and my friends winning awards and cutting grass and it's like doing theater and it kind of was like yeah it's kind of leading me already where I am and as an adult you know what I mean, uh, I mean I I feel like at that point we I got to take a break right like we
1: probably probably so got to pay the bills
0: we'll (laughs) go to the next episode we will
1: I've got to fly I'm gonna have to get it
0: get it it's uh, got gotten. You know what, friends? We're going to we're going to make this a part 2. We'll make it a part 2, Jobs part 2. Uh hey, as always, I'm going to go talk to my Patreon friends for a little bit, give them a little uh little extra, a little taste. A little, I'm just I like being a little extra at the end, you know what I mean, yeah. being a little extra. Uh yeah. also, hey, if you're listening, thank you so much. Uh like I said, you can join Patreon for exclusive stuff. Also, check out grown com. GrownDadShirts.com. You can get uh, my shirts like uh, my Be Kind, Be Funny shirt. The shirt that I'm wearing right now, my Beastie Boys homage. No sleep till Brooklyn. This says no sleep till preschool. It's got three kids on it. If you can't see it, that's what it is. And I'm wearing this this week because uh, shout out to the Beastie Boys, the two of the three. Uh, they got a square in New York named after them. Did you know that, Sam? No, uh, I didn't. The cover, awesome. the cover of Paul's Boutique it's uh, in in brooklyn and uh, they got the named beastie boy square which is really rad that's uh, awesome. na- uh, after the cover of paul's boutique where that uh that that place was it's was pretty rad well deserved i know so yeah go to GrownDadShirts.com Grown or any of my links you can find them uh, i have my shirts like my wu-tang homage dad shirt uh, children rule everything around me i have my jesus crossover the devil shirt still love it uh, hilarious <laughs> be kind be funny friends that's it guys we're going over to patreon we're going to do part two. We're going to have to do part two next week. All right, Sam. Second part next week. Peace. On to Pixar. Yes, sir. Playing it out. That's Kid Mental. Kid Mental at Kid Mental. Kid Mental Music.com. Kid Mental.com. Wrote me a song. Be kind be funny. Free red. Be funny. Be kind, be funny Be kind, be funny Nothing in this life pays as much as kindness does You can give it out and continue to have enough Pay it forward, no debt that's rising up I bet your heart touched the sky like the Chrysler Nothing nicer than a back comprised of a fashion Opposite of sciatica Yo, the fact is, something of a passion, I'ma rewind his negativity until it's backwards. Be kind, be funny, be kind, be funny, be kind, be funny, be kind, be funny. Be funny, but we can't be funny, be can't be fun, but can't be funny. Be, kind, be, funny. Be, kind, be funny, be can't be funny.